Hey, welcome to Meet You for Coffee, the entertainment and music podcast. Uh, this week, we have a pretty cool guest out of LA. They call Bittersweet Hearts. It's Bittersweet Hearts, one word. That's why you see it up on the screen as in one word. Uh, they're a band from LA. Recently played the Whiskey and Go-Go, uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day. And uh, they also did a bit of a tour of Europe, a little small tour. Uh this band is uh, fantastic, uh, just up and going in the last, what, a year, year and a half. And uh, they got some cool singles on Spotify, Polyplastic, uh, Run From You, and uh, their debut, I believe, was Hard To Love. Uh, please welcome Daniel and Alyssa to the show. How's it going, Daniel? Hello. Nice to meet you guys. Alyssa, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Awesome. Doing all right. Awesome. Excited to be here. It's, it's good to hear from you guys because uh, it's a... Uh, it's pretty cool building a band and building the momentum going forward. And I really feel that the music that you guys have, it's not overly complicated to play. Uh, being a musician myself. So I, I feel like this is a perfect way to go. Uh, the sound is fantastic and it's just, just straight up rock. It's kind of just simple, uh, you know, simple tones, simple rocks and grooves, and people can get into it. Uh, we have a fantastic front woman, uh, Zoe, uh, who's also not here today, uh, but hopefully in the future. Um, let's start off. Uh, you guys drink coffee. This is Meet Me for Coffee. I got a double espresso right here. Uh, just I got an Americano this. right here. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, I dropped the ball, but I do have a beverage. I do have some water, so... All right. What? It can be, be vodka. It can be vodka. You can sit on the show. It's, it's, it's like it's clear, Much like there is Crystal Pepsi, it's Crystal Crystal Coffee. Oh, you know what? Up here in Canada, they had Crystal Pepsi for quite some time, but then they got rid of it. And they brought it back for a while. Like we're not as privileged as you guys. You guys have all the like, cool prime drinks down there, and like the Mountain Dews and and whatever. But I'm not into all that stuff. I'm mostly into coffee uh, and whiskey. Me and too. Yeah. 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 I mean, now, there's this one brand that I discovered recently. It's called Hissing Goose uh, from around here. And if you're interested, I'll send you, I'll send you a little pack of it if you want. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah. I'm super into coffee. I'm really into, like, grinding my own beans. I have a siphon. I really, like, go all out on my coffee. So you roast your own, your own coffee? Uh, not roasting. I use it to, like, brew my own. So it's, it almost looks like a little chemistry set. It's like yep. a gas-powered siphon. And then it flips over when it's boiling, and then I steep it, and it comes back up through through ga- gravity. Do you wear a, a, a lab coat or a hazmat suit? How do you do it? Uh, in the beginning, I did, but then my roommates made fun of me, so I stopped doing that. Yeah, it's okay. As long as you wear a hairnet, you know, for commercial <laughs> reasons. All right. Yeah. How do you take your coffee, Daniel? I Actually, no sugar, no cream. I just do it straight up. I like bitter stuff growing up yeah uh, my family never really liked sweets so i was the same way everything has just always been bitter that's why i'm like super into beer and i just like my coffee straight up black or americanos if i do espresso yeah, yeah. I, I feel americanos sometimes that they're really watered down um, yeah well they are watered down um, <laughs> literally sometimes it's just not i don't know it just doesn't get me i get like the double espresso uh by the way, this is the first time out of like the 300 interviews I've done on this show. Uh, you were exactly like me. The only person out of all the rock stars and then the Hollywood celebrities that I've interviewed, the exact same taste as me. I'm not a sweet guy, you know? Yes. I like coffee, but black and uh, or nothing in it. Uh, the one on South Like my metal. Uh, yeah, just like my metal, black yeah. metal. 
yeah. except I don't, I don't like burning down churches. I mean, that's <laughs> a different kind of thing. Oh, I mean, um, this kind of shows a little bit too. So, yeah, I, I was pretty, pretty, uh, you know, upset by the fact that Ozzy's good. He's pretty much done. Um, yeah, I mean, the, all those back surgeries. I mean, at that age, he needs to rest. Yeah, he also likes his coffee black, by the way. Oh, shit. I mean, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm sure you do that, but uh, he also drinks it very differently. How we like, probably enjoy it. He just chugs the whole thing. So oh. uh, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, Alyssa, uh, how do you take your coffee? Um, I like a nice milky coffee. Um I like like a hazelnut latte and kind of you're saying how like Ozzy chugs his coffee. I wait till it's at a certain temperature and yeah. then I chug it just one and done. It isn't, isn't the hazelnut latte already kind of cooled down already once you get it? Like, um, I guess it depends on where you get it from, but yeah, it's, it's very important as a musician, especially if you're on the road to like coffee, because I figure like if you're driving around, starting it out as a band you're not always staying at hotels and stuff like that or at least you're trying you try to stay in a hotel uh but it doesn't always work because you have those travel engagements and stuff so and you don't always sleep in the, in the van so coffee is a very big thing uh, are you a starbucks girl um yeah i would say that all right well that's good I, i'm a starbucks guy too i also frequent a lot of uh coffee roasters around my area and i try different ones uh Same. so yeah so I, I mean listen we were talking before you play a a a, a jaguar a fender jaguar uh on stage what mm-hmm. what why do you like playing a fender jaguar besides the fact that kurt cobain used to play it that's that's exactly it because it's a um they do a run of his his jaguar so it's like the signature one that he played so now i play it and um, you know, obviously Kurt Cobain, it's just very comfortable. Like the neck in the scale is very comfortable. And, um, I like that the modded pickups that the guitar came with. You know, it's kind of weird because I haven't seen a Jaguar, especially a Fender Jaguar. Uh, they call it the Jaguar, right? It should either be like black or spotted. Like they should have a spotted one. Like that'd be so cool. Um, that'd be cool. And it goes 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 with drums as well, right? Like, I like heavier weighted sticks instead of like oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, it's oh, uh, yeah. uh, what kind of drums do you play, Daniel? So for me, um, I've always started off being into like PDP and Tama, but recently I got into more like a boutique drum set company called Thai Drums T A Y E, and they're originally made from like one of the originators of DW, but he sold it off to like a Taiwanese company. And I've been with them for a couple years, but I mean, always looking for new endorsements. <clears throat> but I like them a lot. You know, the great sounds. Uh, they did a lot of cool, like customized colors for me, which is what I really like. But I don't know. I might be going back to Tama because lately the new the new lines are just like amazing, phenomenal. And like you said, with sticks, I like using really heavy, like front weighted sticks. Promark does exactly what I do with them. Um, you know, I'm not playing jazz here, so I'm not using some weird seven A's or five A's or something like that. Not, not like a massive bass drum or something like that, like Tommy oh, used to play. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. My one of my early kits, I had a Vista Light Ludwig, same kind as John Bonham's with the 28 kick. I mean, that thing would stop people's hearts. Was it the clear one? The, the, yeah, 
Yeah. Those are, those are really cool. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the band, Bittersweet Hearts. How did you guys get this all together? I'm introducing you guys to North America here uh, at a wider scale up in Canada uh, and around the world. Uh, Bittersweet Hearts, pretty cool name. Uh, like I said, spelled all together in one big word. Uh, who was the original member? Uh, how did this all come together? Uh, so pretty much, uh, it's actually Zoe, the lead singer who wasn't able to make it today, unfortunately. I remember her telling all of us about it, and like her, what she was able to meet up with our manager, and they were able to find players throughout the course of this about a year. We've, I think we've only been a band for about a year, playing gigs for about less than six months. And so we're fairly new, but we all come from other musical backgrounds. All of us are like pros in other areas. And eventually they found each member through just trial and error. You know, there was like two other drummers before me, like three other bass players, three or four other guitar players. But eventually we settled for me, Alyssa and our bass player named Zach. That's pretty cool. You guys do a lot of session work as well, right? Yeah. Like you're dropping for other people's records. How about you, Alyssa? Like, how did you, uh, same kind of way? Eh? Um, I'm actually not a session musician, but I think that'd be really cool to do. I think, Daniel, if you have any connections, you can uh, throw them my way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you are good enough. Like, yeah, I mean, we all live in the same area too. So, you know, you never yeah. know. You never know. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's fun, you know, because going on tour with other groups is always fun. But like this band, I feel like, for, and I think Alyssa agrees. Like this has something special going on. That's why we're all here. Well, that's good. I mean, like, you have to feel that way if you're going to go on the road with everybody, right? So, um, I guess you had, you had the first on road experience. Um, you guys kicked it off with the show in the UK, and then I believe it was like Germany and all these uh, different dates and stuff. But how was that? Um, it was outstanding. It was my very first tour. It was a lot of firsts for me. First time leaving the country first tour first time in europe so i was stoked to go stoked is an understatement but it was i don't know it was so beautiful there like um i kind of want to go back now like as soon as we touched down in la i was like can you just like go back and drop me off and then i'll I'll head back over there how do you think the uh the people responded to you guys over in europe um very well uh the netherlands like loved us loved us we there was one guy lars shout out to lars um at one of the shows he bought a t-shirt and then the next show he showed up wearing the t-shirt which were like two cities like hours away you know he, mm-hmm. he took the drive and come over to see us again that's fandom right there right that's how it all starts right you got to plant the seed uh any other plans going forward to, to go back over there um in the summer I think we have some festivals lined up possibilities, but definitely, definitely soon. If, if we had it my way, we'd be there right now. We would have never left. <laughs> we do have a possible upcoming like early summer, late spring tour, maybe that might be happening soon. But um, that's in the works with our management. So hopefully if it comes out great, we'll be touring the East Coast. That's fantastic, man. I, I know it's very hard to be away from home. What's one thing, Daniel, that you miss uh, while being on tour? Coffee, straight up. Like, oh, my God, it's so hard to find good coffee. Because um, a lot of times 
I don't know, they over there's too hot water or like they overcook the beans or something. And like, I just get like mm, that. Or and the second thing is probably my pillow. That's one thing I, I can't really travel with my pillow. So, you know, you need good night's sleep, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Alyssa, what's what thing you miss being on tour? Oh my gosh. A top sheet. Like, cause you know how it's like fitted sheet, top sheet, yeah. comforter, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, all of the Airbnbs in places we stayed at, it was just a pillow and a blanket. And I was like, okay, first one, okay, cool, no top sheet. But then it was like, oh, the next one, there's no top sheet. And the next one. So I missed my top sheet so much. I don't know. And my pillow. I missed my pillow too. I mean, you guys, you guys went over to the old world, right? Like the whole westernized way of living is uh, something we all of us have gotten used to. Uh, of course, having that massive breakfast, like bacon, eggs, whatever in the morning. I don't think they have it over there in Europe. Like I've, I've, I've gone over there a few times and it's like, yo, you can't find that anywhere. It's always something small for breakfast with the coffee that then you have like the big thing at lunch. Um, you know, it, you know, you're, you're eventually get to the point where you, you're going to learn your ways on the road and stuff like that. So it's going to do the trial and error thing. Uh, you might be to the point one time where uh, you're actually you're touring and you're wiping yourself down with baby wipes like I was. Uh, oh, yeah. That was my first tour. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it, people don't understand that the struggle some musicians go through uh, to get their music out there and play for their passion. Uh, Daniel, what are some of your passions besides drumming? Oh, one other thing. Some other things I love to do is uh, I've always been super, super into just like writing music and just like playing and for me, that's always been like the main driving force of what I like to do in my career. But outside of music, I've been a big avid fan of snowboarding. I've been snowboarding for like 22 years, I feel, and wow. martial arts. And yeah, I've, I've been doing martial arts. Like I have a couple black belts and a couple forms and genres of martial arts. So I've been really into that. That's excellent, man. Uh, Alyssa, yeah. what about you? What are some of your passions outside of music? Um. Reading. I love reading. Um, I got my bachelor's in English Lit. So if that doesn't say I love reading, then I don't know what will. Um, but yeah, re- lots of reading and lots of music. Hey, if you ever want to make some extra money, I think there's a lot of remote jobs now. Like, you know, you could be on the road touring and stuff and, and you know, make press releases for people and, and write things on Fiverr. Uh, that's always a great strength to have, especially for your band, right? Uh, what strength do you bring to your band, Alyssa, besides music? Um, let's see. Um, hmm. I don't know. I think I was going to say like passion, but I think we all have passion or else we wouldn't be doing this. Um, I think since I'm the newest member of the band, like timeline wise and I have less sort of outward experience, you know, like session musicians like Daniel and like touring and all of that. That's all very new to me. So I think I just bring a lot of excitement, which I think adds some like freshness to the band. Absolutely. What about you, Daniel? I feel like for me, it's always been the energy and the way I kind of set help set the environment i feel like a lot of times where we reach the band goes into like a tough situation or 
we get into like a problem where we have to like try to figure out what the heck to do. I feel like I'm always the one to help calm everyone down and get everyone like optimistic again to like really push forward. I feel like, you know, just like in drums, we just set the foundation. I feel like I kind of do the same thing with the band. Um, I think. I mean, this is just my opinion. So. Hey, you know what? Yeah. I, you got to tell them to calm down, have a coffee. That's the way to do it. Like, just oh, yeah. calm down and have a coffee, man. Just take it easy, you know? Have a beer. Agreed. You know? Sit Agreed. Back. Uh, what are some of the most frustrating or what frustrating moment you had on the latest tour? On this last Euro tour, I think the biggest frustrating thing that's happened to us as a whole was probably transportation. There was this one time where we got like stranded in Belgium and in the Netherlands and in Germany because the train station went on strike. So we were literally stuck. So it was supposed to be like a couple hour train ride. It literally took like, we got there like 8 a.m. We arrived at like midnight, you know, kind of thing. Holy cow. That's that's the way of the road, right? Yeah, it is. You know, so like got to be careful and uh, really, you know, pay your workers. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. There's you know a lot of people are like fighting for their own, you know, their wages. There's a lot of inflation now. You know, it's uh, all these house prices have gone through the roof, but no one's got a raise, which is exactly Uh, Alyssa. Alyssa, let's talk about what are your memorable moments of the last tour you guys went on in Europe? So do you mean there are so many memorable moments? Okay, let's one that stands out for you, like specifically for you. Um, let's see. Well, in Germany, one woman told me that I'm the new Kim Gordon, which was a huge compliment. My head blew out to here. I had a big head. It was very, very big ego for a bit. Um, let's see, but I think the toughest situation was at one of the gigs um two of my pedals stopped working and then i think people who know pedal boards if one goes down they all go down so it's like me i'm freaking out like my pedals aren't working and daniel's daniel's doing his calm down thing like he said that's amazing and it's like our manager is there and like the sound guy is there and we're all trying to figure it out and then someone just jiggles the power cable that goes from the pedal into the power supply and then it worked so that was crisis averted so scary moments like that you know all, all this technology stuck with me. On. Uh, one of the things i've learned uh obviously i played bass live and stuff i had all these effects i had tuners and whatever like that but i think the best thing is to try and uh find your sound uh, just go straight into the amp because you'll avoid a lot of the stuff uh because now they have keppers. Do you, do you play a kepper at all? No. Kepper guitar, guitar heads. You can take this thing with you on the road, and they can program all your sounds mm-hmm. into it. And oh, you can take it to your hotel room after or home, and you can just like play with different sounds, uh, effects, and whatever, uh, and just kind of, uh, you know, make your own kind of tone. Right? Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty expensive, obviously. Uh, but you know, a lot of the professionals, the the big guys, they play those things, and I'm sure you, you'll experience with it as well. Uh, just tell your management you want a Kepper. I'm sure I'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like going going direct into the amp is a very big thing. Um, what what kind of uh, pedals are you using, Alyssa? Um, I use if let's see, I use like all of the basic ones. You know, like overdrive. I use um, the Saucy Box, way huge. 
Um, I also love um, the Swollen Pickle, my fuzz pedal from Way Huge. And I think, you know, one of the one of my pedals that's most like integral to my sound is um, my small clone chorus pedal. Yeah, yeah. which, you know, I totally ripped off from Kurt Cobain. Um, But yeah, I have there's I have the phase 90. I have a Joyo tremolo, which I bought on eBay and I liked it because it had a dog on it. Like it has a little dog decal on it. So it's like, dog, I'm there. Um, <laughs> and, I, and then I have um, a Proco Rat and a flashback delay. I think that's everything. And yeah. a tuner, of course. What kind of tuner do you have? I have the uh, Korg. I think it's Pitch Black? Pitch Black? Uh, I, I have a, I have a, a Peterson tuner. Oh, me too. <laughs> I have Peterson's too. Yeah? Do you like yeah. it? Yeah. I love it. I love that it has the strobe effect for me. Yeah. It's the best thing. And it's like it's yeah, it's a bit more expensive as a pedal, but you can go direct in. Boom! Uh, yeah, man, those yeah. things rock. Oh, that, yeah. That's that is, I think, believe that's the best tuner on the market because you can play different frequencies. I was playing four thirty two. Like, yeah, you can do weird things. I was playing chords, and it was it was picking it up. Yeah, yeah, and it's just fantastic. It's worth the money. Uh, up here in Canada, they don't sell it, so I had to bite off of uh, what's it called, Sweetwater, and they brought oh, it yeah. into the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Sweetwater. Everybody who sees sees it live, like we had a bunch of these tutors, everybody just got it because we were playing with 432. We're just using these little like uh, tutors up on like the next stuff, kind of trying to figure it out, and it wasn't doing it properly. So we got these tutors after we did all the research, and everybody like looking at these tutors on stage, like, well, this is strobe, what the hell is a strobe? It's like it's a Peterson tutor. Uh, Dude, like honestly, I've seen a lot of people like demo them. Like they put a boss one beside a Peterson or a core beside a Peterson. And like when they tune, like this is so precise that it'll tell you that you still need to tune more. Like my boss tutor always tells me, you know, I bang on, but when I go into the Peterson, it's like you still have a ways to go, which is absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Uh, I guess you get get what you pay for, right? Like Yeah. Um for my last summer tour, I I tech for like a larger artist and we do like stadium tours and stuff. And the way I learned it from those guitar guys is exactly what you said, a Peterson and a boss or a Korg, And they put them together at the same time to like double check everything. Yeah, it, absolutely. Or just use the Peterson. Like it's always better than the yeah. other ones. Right. I, I, I don't yeah. know why. I really don't know why, but it's they, just they're like- just overkill. It's just overkill. It has to be right. You can do like sweet tunings too. You can make your guitar sound extra cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, coming up this coming year, you guys have another tour in the works. Hopefully, uh, they have a full a full length album coming out. <laughs> okay, so I didn't know if you're gonna answer that. Um, no. We're planning on it. Uh, we're trying. We've been writing. We actually got a couple more songs that we've written. Uh, there's one cool song that Alyssa has written with Zoe. And I'm excited for that one, actually. That one's really cool. And I think we're going to start. I know. We're going to start building it, I think, next week, right? So, you know, we have more songs. It's in the works. We just don't have a set date yet. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool because I discovered that Zoe's daddy played that rock sand band, which is. Oh, yeah. 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 Joey Jagger. Roseanne. Is it Roseanne or Roxanne? Roseanne. Roseanne? I I forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say Roxanne because I, I listened to the police earlier today. So I was like, Roxanne. That would be a cool police tribute band. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
there's a lot of promise in this band. And I, I feel that, you know, it's just the beginning of something good. Um, you got a good management team behind you. You got a good press team behind you. Uh, the sound is great. You've been on a few tours. It's been well-received. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing this on the radio. Uh, do you guys have any radio play yet? Um, we have had some plays on um, Sirius. Yeah? Like, um, yeah. That's where it all begins, right? Like a lot of people aren't even listening to uh, Sirius XM and stuff. Like, well, they are listening to Sirius XM about radio so much, especially up here in Canada. Um, they're just kind of so tired of you know all this stuff, and you know, I always hear the same thing over and over again. So that's why you know they're doing the Sirius XM thing, uh, guys. I want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, I want to invite thank you guys you back. Us. We need to do a performance. We can figure that out some way, somehow. You guys come to Canada. Um, if we can do it, we can also do it over uh, the internet and do some kind of cool fundraiser or whatever like that. It's just the beginning. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, a lot of fun. Thank you. All right, cool.